Hello everyone, I want to say and I need to say that this episode will have me to basically let it be known that after I've done all I can, I'm going to stand and let the Lord see me through. And ooh, child, things are going to get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. That's basically what this episode is about. It's about my recovery. And this is the last time that I will repeat any of the truths about me in particular that I have said in my earlier episodes because I learned this in therapy. Once you get everything off of your chest, there's no need to repeat yourself once all the full clarity is distributed. So, we're going to get this love show on the road, shall we? I want to start off correctly. Let's start with all of my views on religion. I am a person of weak agnosticism. I am a person of mild agnosticism. I am a person of soft agnosticism. I am a person of open agnosticism. I am a person of empirical agnosticism. And I am a person of temporal agnosticism. My view is that the existence or non-existence of God or gods is currently unknown, but is not necessarily unknowable given the proper evidence. I, as the weak agnostic, will withhold judgment of the existence of God or gods until more evidence is available. A weak agnostic like me would say, I don't know whether God exists or not, but maybe you do. Let me repeat that one more time. I subscribe to weak agnosticism. That means that my view is that the existence or non-existence of God or gods is currently unknown, but is not necessarily unknowable given the proper evidence. Proper evidence, okay? Therefore, Myself as the weak agnostic will withhold judgment of the existence of God or gods until more evidence is available. A weak agnostic like me would say, and I would say this, I don't know whether God exists or not, but maybe you do. And for the last time, I am a person of mild agnosticism. I am a person of soft agnosticism. I am a person of open agnosticism. I am a person of empirical agnosticism, and I am a person of temporal agnosticism. Concluded that part. Let's go to this part. 
I am a person of agnostic theism. I am also a person of religious agnosticism. What does that mean? My view is that I do not claim to know the existence of God or gods, but I still believe in the existence of God. I still believe in the existence of such a being called God. As an agnostic theist, I happily admit my ignorance humbly. So I may be able to become closer to God piously. While believing in the, in the divine, again, while believing in the divine, which I do, there are times that I may despair of ever fully comprehend what it is in which I believe. One more time. While believing in the divine, which I do, there are times that I may despair of ever fully comprehend what it is in which I believe. There may be a God, there may be gods. I believe there's at least one deity, one ultimate divinity. And I'm going to also say this for the very last time. I am a secular Jesus follower. What does that mean? I am not conventionally religious. But I sense that the teachings of Jesus have a universal appeal that transcends Christianity. One more time. I am not conventionally religious, but I sense that the teachings of Jesus have a universal appeal that transcends Christianity. As a secular Jesus follower, I do not practice any religion. I appreciate the beauty of all religions in my personal life and my professional life. I do not subscribe to conservative theology of any kind. And I do not subscribe to conservative ideologies of any kind too. I am inquisitive about supernatural phenomenon. 
and religious doctrines and dogmas. And I must say that I am captivated by the teachings and the example of the figure of Jesus. I am not the kind of person that is feeling secure about the state of institutional politics regarding faith. I don't I don't stick to one house of worship. And I don't take every opportunity to go to just one house of worship. I don't classify myself as religious. say that I do have my ups and downs roller coaster fluctuations about my feelings toward God many times and here in my last statements about me being a secular Jesus follower and then that concludes all of my views on religion um, Jesus, I have found, can save us from the hell of a life lived only for ourselves. Following Jesus, I suggest, can save us from trivial self-seeking, from consumerism, and the never-satiated need for more, 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 and from a life that misses the point.
The yearning for justice, justice for all, is something Jesus promoted in practice. The Jesus way has got me to see that if we are going to live meaningful and ethical lives, we must reject the notion that we have to look out only for ourselves and our kind. Jesus taught that everyone counts, that the only quote-unquote group we're part of is the human group, and that if one segment of our global neighborhood bears the weight of suffering and injustice, so do we all. I am a spiritual humanist because I see Jesus in all religions. I see Jesus-like people in all religions, meaning I see Christ-likeness in all religions. Therefore, there are Christ-like people in all religions. Um, those, those are all my stances on religion. That... Despite the, and this is how I personally feel, despite the fact I'm a secular person, I find there's something compelling and transformative about the figure of Jesus that indeed this figure is someone worth following. Now I can, wait a minute, before I conclude, conclude, I must say this. I support the Reconciling Ministries Network and the secular movement. I am for the ordination and licensing of women, children, young adults, the youth and LGBTQIA plus clergy. These are all the people that I think should be should be okay with presenting God's messages to the world, not just the church world, the whole world. So, what are the other things I'm going to talk about? Wait, there's more I gotta say on religion. I'm, I'm gonna just speak from my heart. I'm going to stop deadlining and just say what I got to say. I think that hell is corrective, remedial, purgatorial, purgative, and temporal.
and I don't think hell is punishment for the sake of punishment. Now, I just tell people, live good lives. Because there's no good reason to not live a good life. Therefore, if you just live a decent life, hell is not your issue. Because more importantly, it's important to be heavenly on this earth. Now, I'm not saying that hell is not eternal. I'm just sharing my ideal of what hell could be. Now, I'm not ruling out that hell can't be eternal because I've never been. I don't know what life is really like besides this one. I have ideas, I've read things, read scriptures, I've read um, afterlife reports in the science world. Um, it's like asking me, what do I think about the miracles, the supernaturalism, the otherworldly beings like angels and demons and Satan and God and archangels, archdemons, heaven and hell the preternatural and all I can say is they may be real or they may be symbolic they may be states of consciousness they may be actualities realities and I just leave it at that I hope that we're I hope that we all experience universal reconciliation, universal salvation, Christian universalism, universalism. But I'm not sure if those things are true. Maybe there's a soul death. Maybe we do spend eternity in heaven or hell. Maybe purgatory is real. Maybe it's not. Are all these things real or not? I don't know. I hope there's heaven. I think my grandma's in heaven. I think there is, but... Does divine retribution happen eternally or temporally? I don't know. I hope in universal reconciliation but does it actually happen? I don't know. I really am attracted to these thoughts of God, though. 
All human beings bear God's image and must be respected for what each person is. Therefore, no external description of one's being, whether based on race, ethnicity, gender, or sexual orientation, can properly be used as the basis for either rejection or discrimination. Um, Vanity-based prayers cannot be a request made to a theistic deity to act in human history in a particular way. Um, I think theism without work ethic as a way of defining God is dead. That kind of theological God talk, meaning theism without work ethic, is today meaningless. Therefore, a new way to speak of God must be found, which is theism alongside work ethic. Um, I think that there are... When it comes to governing our ethical behavior for all time, I think that there is wisdom within all holy books, and there's wisdom within secular ideologies. So I experience wisdom when it comes to the religious world and the secular world, when it comes to secularity slash secularism, religiosity slash faith-based. I take wisdom, clarity, discernment, and truth from all walks of life, faith-based and secular. Um, I am open to all supernaturalism. I am open to all miracles, all preternaturalism. So I'm not going to say that they didn't happen. I'm not going to say they did happen. Um, what I choose to do is take the wisdom from all those stories because I have not yet seen any scientific archaeological evidence for the supernaturalism in the Bible. I just take the figurative meanings for it. Now, if they literally happen, then I'll make it literal and figurative. Um, I also think when it comes to the concept of sin nature, 
I have trouble accepting that doctrine because I feel that there's a question that haunts me. And I want to ask it in these ways. This is the last time I'll ask these questions on the podcast, okay? Are rapists born rapists? Are rapists born with rape desires? Are they born and shaped in raping? That's why I think that Jesus, his death and life to me point to abundant living called wholeness with self and wholeness with others. I think that's the primary reason why he died. Because if you say that Jesus died just because we're bad from birth, that means he wouldn't have anything to do with us if we're perfect. And I don't think that's a healthy way to convey faith. I think when you talk about role modeling wholeness with self and others, we also talk about role modeling oneness with self and others. It's a lot easier to shun perfectionism and to absorb a holistic existence. Um, my last statement will be this. Guilt should never be a motivator of behavior in terms of just guilt by itself. I think when it comes to life after death, it shouldn't be about trying to be God and trying trying to decide who burns or who has streets of gold. I think the afterlife should be more about legacy and the footprints you left on earth, including your handprints and fingerprints too. There's nothing wrong with prayer. I don't mind being prayed for. And it has nothing to do with vanity. I'm talking about 
sincere, honest prayers are always welcomed by me. Um, is Jesus the Son of God, the Savior? My answer would be If he is, then I'm open to it. I say if he is because anything about supernatural claims um, are higher than my own human comprehension. When it comes, is Jesus the Son of God the Savior? Some people want a more direct answer. I'll say, I can only hope. I surely do hope so. Um, is God real or not? Is God, I'll just say, I hope God is real. I surely hope that God is real. Um, I think that for myself, I want to imagine God being the loving parent of all people. I want to imagine humankind being created with immortal souls which death does not end and or mortal souls that shall be resurrected and slash or preserved by God in which God will not wholly destroy. I want to imagine those things and I want to imagine that sin has negative consequences for people either in this life or the afterlife. I also want to imagine Jesus revealing the nature and character of God, right? I think that Jesus is the best spiritual leader of humankind. In terms of demonstrating the human condition, I think he's the best at demonstrating the human condition, human nature, in terms of the most effectiveness, right? Are these things true or not? I don't know. But I do hope that those things are true. But I will end my religious beliefs on this one. The seven principles 
Adopted in 1960, the principles, purposes, and sources are incorporated in the bylaws of the Unitarian Universal Association. We, the member congregations of the Unitarian Universal Association, can covenant to affirm and promote one, the inherent worth and dignity of every person, two, justice, equity, and compassion in human relations, three, acceptance of one another and encouragement to spiritual growth in our congregations, four, a free responsible search for truth and meaning, five, the right of conscience and the use of the democratic processes in our congregations and the society at large, six, the goal of world community with peace, liberty, and justice for all, seven, respect for the interdependent web of all existence in which we are a part. The six sources. One, direct experience of that transcending mystery and wonder affirmed in all cultures which moves us to a renewal of the spirit and openness to the forces which create and uphold life. Two, words and deeds of prophetic people which challenges to confront powers and structures of evil with justice, compassion, and transforming power of love. Three, wisdom from the world's religions which inspires us in our ethical and spiritual life. Four, Jewish and Christian teachings which call us to respond to God's love by loving our neighbors as ourselves. Five, humanist teachings which counsel, which counsel us to heed the guidance of reason and the results of science and warn us against idolatries of the mind and spirit. Six, spiritual teachings of earth-centered traditions which celebrate the sacred circle of life and instruct us to live in harmony with the rhythms of nature. I identify myself in terms of all the types of Unitarian Universalisms and just go on their website and read about all the religions and non-religions and their Unitarian Universalism and identify with all of them. I just wanna say that. Okay, I am spiritual but not religious. Um, I am a person of spiritualism. Uh, I value eco spirituality. Um, I live a life of secular spirituality. Um, I appreciate spiritual leftivism and religious leftivism. Even though I deeply respect and honor religious conservatives and those who subscribe to religious conservatism, as well as those who subscribe to conservative ideologies and conservative theologies. Um, I think about I think about my deepest views and I can honestly say
when I meant by cult practice, I want to clarify something. I don't look down on people who do those things. Those things may work, they may not, I don't know. That's why I don't have any judgment on that. I and uh, and I'm non-denominational for sure. Um What else am I? I'm trying to make sure I get all my views out before I conclude this particular episode. Well, I was just thinking deeply. That's why I was quiet for a minute. All I can say is is that I'm a person of engaged spirituality. person who has these following characteristics. Hear me out. I respectfully question tradition. I embrace the entire human diversity. I strongly emphasize social justice. I strongly emphasize caring for the poor and all the entire oppressed human diversity. I strongly emphasize environmental stewardship of the earth. I have a deep conviction in the centrality of the instruction to love one another. And I focus promoting values such as compassion, justice, mercy, and tolerance, including political activism. Um, I'm a person who values political theology that caters to the least of these and common people. I appreciate religious pluralism. I love religious pluralism. I like secular humanism and I deeply respect religious humanism.
time and person of egalitarianism and equalitarianism. I appreciate the social gospel and the Catholic worker movement. I appreciate red letter Christians. And lastly, I value the eight points of progressive Christianity, the Center for Progressive Christianity. Focus, the teachings and life of Jesus provide people with a path to God. Pluralism, they wreck people, a lot of people recognize that others follow their own paths to God, which are equally true for them. Canaan, the view the sharing of bread and wine in Jesus' name to represent an ancient vision of God's peace for all peoples. Inclusivity. All are welcome to become involved persons of all genders, all sexual orientations, all sex characteristics, all traditions, all races, etc. Reciprocity. How people treat one another is the fullest expression of, of our beliefs and convictions and lifestyles and viewpoints. Search. Finding more grace and searching for truth and then accepting certainty. One more time. Finding more grace and searching for truth and accepting certainty. Community. Forming communities to support each other in their quests for peace, justice, a restored environment, and to provide hope. Cause. Following Jesus involves a personal investment in selfless love conscientious resistance to evil and renunciation of privilege. I am a figuratist and not a literalist. So overall, I am a secularist who adopts Christ-likeness. I do not have a religious bone in my body and I do not have a conservative bone in my body. But I am the person that got all of my doubts out in my early episodes. I mean, I mean no harm, I mean no foul. I am a secular person who is exuberant about my own universal Christ consciousness thank you all for letting me share
all of my views on religion. And thank you for understanding why I can hold on to Jesus and practice no religion. When it comes, and Rumi said, to paraphrase him, there's no such thing as believers and unbelievers when it comes to love. Love is my religion, my religion is love. I love myself, animals, nature, insects, architectures, the planet Earth, life, and the universe. I love myself. I am one and whole with the divine and the creation diversity and the creation diversification. Um, I'm very progressive, very liberal, very much into plurality, freedom, belonging, and inclusivity and hospitality, open and open-mindedness. my church everywhere I go is church and to be honest I'm not rigid in my beliefs nor how I live my life I'm open to all evidence I'm open to my mind being changed. I'm open to my lifestyles changing. I'm open to my outlooks changing. Before I conclude, I'll say this and I'm going to conclude. I am open to faith-based persons. I am open to faith-based practices as long as they are inclusive of people like me. 